Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Big show served up hot and fresh here on The Fan. Being joined now by Mark Herzlick, a Radio.com sports NFL insider. And, of course, he is brought to you by the Dell Technology Small Business Podference Podcast Series, launching May 1st on Radio.com. Mark, thanks a lot for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. And, uh... In the break, before you came on, we had some breaking news, which is also brought to you by the same people that bring you uh, Mark Herzlick, uh, of course, the Dell Technology Small Business Podference podcast series. Uh, and that is, according to Ian Rappaport, Rob Gronkowski, the uh, Patriots tight end who has not played football here in a while, apparently has reached out to the Patriots and told them he is interested in playing football again, but only if it's with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which means a trade would have to be worked out. Uh, your initial reaction to that, Mark? Awesome. Just absolutely fantastic. I mean, you know, you're getting ready for him to be the next uh, WWE star, and now he wants to come back. And I got to say, you know, he might be getting bored because if you follow him on Instagram or TikTok, he's been doing a lot of these dances with his wife um, in his house by himself, and it's rather uh, – Rather unfortunate sight. So he might be, he might be trying to stick to what he's good at. That's good. Knows. Yeah. <laughs> but this is not unprecedented. I mean, we saw. I think Marshawn Lynch did this uh, last year. So I mean, I mean, you. We have seen players in years past that that came out of retirement and, and in some cases, go back to play with their own team, or in some cases, want to go somewhere else. Yeah, and and if you even look at just Jason Witten, for instance, I mean, he you know he left sure. yeah. uh, Dallas and he went to do broadcast. He had a fantastic job. You know, had some bumps in the road when he was on the air, but then he decided, look, like I left the game too soon. And I think that you know some guys uh, they walk away from the game, and and regardless of how successful you've been, that transition to regular life, I mean, is hard. I mean, you know, Leroy, I, you must have been. You must have felt some of that too, and, and you know our, our stomping grounds of the football field, and so we try to go back to what we know. No question about it. That guy was banged up, though. I don't know, and him making the hundredth anniversary team to go back—that would be that would be unprecedented. But I want—I really want to get to inside linebacker because 
And as you know, that's a hard position to play, especially if you you don't know if you're in a 4-3 or 3-4 system. But the Green Bay Packers, I mean, I, I got to go back to when they played San Francisco. I mean, they didn't throw the ball for an hour, hour and a half. So you got to mm-hmm. stop the run. So I'm really thinking they're going to take a linebacker at some point at 30, but who knows? What what do you think the easiest for a younger player for him to learn a four three system or a three four system? I got. I mean, if you're playing, if you're playing that middle mic spot in a four three, I think yeah. that's the toughest spot to learn. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you got to call all the plays, um, and and there's just like this conceptual thing about you know if you spend all your time on one side of the center, one side of the ball. Um, to the left or to the right, it just becomes a little easier. But when you're in that middle spot, you know, you're playing half the time the left side of the ball, half the time to the right side of the ball, and it doesn't seem like that big of a difference you know, from the viewer because it's right in the middle. But your responsibilities and what you have to key off of of whether, okay, if my running back's going out this way, I'm going to have a number three wide receiver coming in or a tight end coming right. in. It's, just, it's a complicated thing to learn in terms of pass coverage and run fits and, and whether you're to the tight end or not. So I've always thought that that's the toughest spot. Now, if you, you play in a three, four system, those two inside backers pretty much are free. That's the whole point of that three, four is to really free up those middle linebacker guys um, where, you know, you, you just crowd that center, the A's and B's and C gaps with the, you know, the three big guys up front. So when you're coming in as a middle linebacker, if you can get in that three, four system, it's easier to learn. However, I think the production can be even greater if you're in that four, three system at linebacker, because, you know, you will have the opportunity to make some, some really big plays. Yeah, I, I, re- I can't wait to hear y'all podcast, especially if you're going in depth like that, because our listeners love that kind of stuff, Steve. Yeah, my, my follow-up question is a guy like a, a Sean Lee or a guy like Lou Keekley who every now and then gets injured, banged up. So sometimes they try to protect these guys. So sometimes getting, uh, and that's something Gary advocates, maybe getting the defensive line better to tie up more blockers so you can run sideline to sideline. So do you think maybe building from the defensive line back, or do you think you build from the linebacker forward and just getting any old big fat guy just to stop the A-gap and you can just run? <laughs> the one thing about big fat guys, and I know you know this, is they're never in their gap. Big fat, you got you got always got to be aware of a big fat guy <laughs> who can't move his feet getting reached by an offensive lineman. And that doesn't matter how yep. good you are at linebacker. It drives you absolutely crazy. So, I, I mean, I, I always am a big believer in you, will, you can make great linebackers out of good linebackers with really good nose tackle and, and, and three technique. I mean, if you get really mm-hmm. good guys up front, you can have a mediocre linebacker be very good just because the responsibilities are so much uh, lessened by that. So I like building defensive line first. That's coming from a linebacker person. And, and um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just, I, I just, I've played behind, behind guys who are unbelievable and you're just like, you feel like you can just see everything. And then when you have an offensive lineman pushing a defensive lineman back into your lap, you have absolutely no chance. It doesn't matter how good you are. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, that middle linebacker position is probably the most underrated on the entire defense. Uh, but at the same time, you know, 
you got to get guys up front or that linebacker becomes useless in the run game. Talking with Mark Herzlick, a Radio.com Sports NFL insider, former NFL linebacker, also part of You Better You Bet Countdown to the Draft. That airs uh, tonight from 6 to 8 o'clock. And again, uh, coming up tomorrow night here on The Fan. When we talk about uh, this draft in particular uh, and that linebacker position, and you talk about a Murray or a Queen uh, and where the Packers pick at the end of this first round and all the wide receivers, we were talking before you came on, uh, about you know the Packers general manager saying, look, if I can't wait too long necessarily uh, on a wide receiver at this point, if you were the Packers and you were looking to move up because there are so many wide receivers in this draft, would you be more apt looking to try to get, say, a Murray to play that inside linebacker position, or would you be trying to get more of that home run threat with one of those top wide receivers? Well, see, I'm, I, I would rather move up and not get the home run threat at wide receiver, I want to move up and get a stud that can play in the slot, be my motion guy. I think teams in the NFL defensively have become so good at limiting that big outside receiver that you know, where we saw Wes Welker 10 years ago, all of a sudden emerges this slot receiver. You're seeing guys that can move at the line of scrimmage, that can get open for quick, short routes. I mean, that becomes the guy that, makes all the receptions for your team. So, you know, if, if you look up and you look up higher at the board, you know, I Justin Jefferson's a guy from LSU who did play on the outside and he's a bigger guy, but he's very quick and has got great hands. Great route runner uh, too, right? And great route. I mean, you know, he puts his foot in the ground and he can leave defenders in the dust. And then you got Henry Ruggs too, where, you know, he has Ooh. lightning speed a little bit, shorter and really quick in the slot so you know if those guys are available at a trade level then you might move up and go for that but i think you know it it really comes down to the fact you look at the entire board and say okay who needs a wide receiver that's never something that a general manager is like gosh man we just need a wide receiver there was you you need a left tackle you need a quarterback you need a pass rusher you need you need a cornerback on the outside. A wide receiver is someone who that you you kind of think you can get somewhere or train someone or just get a quarterback good enough. So, you know, I love the wide receiver class. I mean, it's probably the best it's been in ten years. Um, it just you're going to have to find a team that is willing to trade to get you out of that thirty spot. Well, but right, and I think if you look at the thirty spot though, if you're looking for a receiver, you maybe because it's so deep, you can trade back and get the same guy. Oh, exactly right. I mean, and, and that's the other possibility too, is that you're already sitting pretty for a good wide receiver. You, you don't yes. really need to move anywhere uh, to get a good wide receiver fall into your lap. So you know, that could be something else that, that they that they look at. They could field offers of saying, "Hey, yo, we could get we could give up this thirty spot, or we can just sit where we are and don't have to make any concessions." What's your thoughts on the Green Bay Packers? possibly taking a quarterback i mean i i think if you look at some of these quarterback the quarterback depth is is pretty good too this year yeah i mean so yeah you know, I, I played on a not 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 at show. 30 now, i'm not saying they take one at 30 right. in the first round but i think there's right, a lot of other players out there right but you look farther down and you yes. you know see who you can kind of look at you know does a jalen hurst does a guy like that fall farther down where you could get him later you know you got you got other guys who, you know, Tyler Huntley out of Utah, Bryce Perkins. You know, Bryce Perkins is a guy out of Virginia that 
you know, can really do a lot of the interesting things on the football field that the Green Bay Packers you know, like to do, where you have a mobile quarterback who can throw the ball. He's raw. He's out of Virginia, not a really big school. He's not going to get drafted very high, but they could see mm-hmm. a potential in him to be that consistent backup. So if, you know, if Aaron Rodgers goes down, they have a guy who also is mobile and can sling the ball a little bit. Talk, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead. Re, go ahead and reset. Talk with Mark Herzlick of Radio.com Sports NFL Insider and former NFL linebacker. Can, of course, check him and all the guys out on You Better. Uh, you Bet uh, Countdown to the draft coming up tonight at 6 o'clock on the fan. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is a guy that we talked about. If he's there at 30, he would very be, be intriguing for the Green Bay Packers. They got to get another running back at some point. One guy I like, I may be a little biased here, but I like Cam Akers from Florida State, man. They got reminds me of Dalvin Cook a little bit. Can be very dynamic, and probably can, you could probably get him in the third or fourth round. But not not particular particular person, but what do you think about running back to back up Aaron Jones so you can have a nice mixture there? Or do you, like, just keep it as a feature guy, just keep let Aaron Jones do his thing and doesn't really get a backup? First of all, you are not being biased. Cam Akers was the best player in the ACC this year. I mean, he is a stud running back. I got to call three of their games this year and you know, watched him indepthly and studied him, and he carried the entire team. He carried that Florida State team. You know, they didn't have a lot of success, but I saw games where this guy was getting the ball 40 times a game in a college game, and he was running the ball, he was catching, he laid some blocks. I mean, whoever gets Cam Akers, the starting running back on that team, better be nervous. You better bring your gear to training camp to work out because you're going to have to fight for your job because he is the real deal running back. And, you know, Cam Akers is a guy, watch where he goes off the board. I love that you said that, but, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head. You know, some of these running backs drop down, you know, later in the draft. You know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you, know, you saw what he did versus Alabama, absolutely dominated. So, I mean, there are some guys that could be there in the second, third round that could be real difference makers for a team. Mark, uh, one last thing for you. When you look at what, how the Packers were uh, this last year with Matt LaFleur in, in his first year as NFL head coach, they go 13-3 and three and so forth. And, and then we here locally, you know, here in Milwaukee, we look at the roster and we're like, man, they got more than one hole. I mean, they've, they've got several areas where they really need to upgrade if they're really going to compete in and deal with the San Francisco 49ers. But again, we're in the middle of it. From that outsider perspective, how close do you think the Packers are from being a team that can win a Super Bowl? Well, I mean, they're right there. And and I don't think anyone expected the 49ers to do what they did last year, the beginning of the season. You know, obviously you're getting a quarterback back in Garoppolo who missed the prior season. And you think, okay, you're going to be better. But no one saw them doing what they did. And, you know, they have found them, the Green Bay Packers have found themselves over the past few years in a very, very competitive NFC North division. I mean, the Bears have been been really good. They're physical. Every team, you know, this is like, this is the most, I would say probably the most physical um, uh, part of the NFC right now is that North division. And and the Packers are going to have to learn how to, how to stop the run. Uh, and then once they get out of that, you know, you got to beat the big, bad San Francisco 49ers. And, and if San Francisco can repeat what they did again this year, it's going to be tough to do. But you know, you got to have some firepower, and a guy like Aaron Rodgers is the guy to do it. 
I, I know this book came out a while ago, and if people haven't uh, read it yet, they should read it. A book uh, that you put out, What It Takes, Fighting for My Life and, and My Love of the Game that People Can Still Buy. Go ahead and tell people about the book. Yeah, so you know, I wrote it, um, yeah, I think, in 2014. It was one of my third year, fourth year in the league. And basically, so I was diagnosed with a rare form of bone cancer uh, as a senior in college and uh, was you know, just coming off an All-American year, runner-up for the Butkus Award, mm-hmm. um, and you know, was told I'd never be able to walk again. Uh, and so I went through chemotherapy and radiation and surgery and, and was able to come back and obviously play uh, for Boston College and then the New York Giants again. But it's really a, a story about my journey back and, uh, you know, it, it talks about football, uh, but it's not a football book. It, it's about the journey that one has with family, with friends, with the people around you and how you pull them in close and lean on God to get through some really tough times in your life. So um, yeah, that, that's kind of uh, it in a nutshell. It's, uh, I think it's a good read. <laughs> you should check it out, but I appreciate you talking about it. Absolutely. Yeah, no awesome, no problem whatsoever. Good. Hey, man, thanks a lot for coming on. I'm sure we'll talk to you down the line. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You betcha. There he is. Thanks a lot, my brother. Mark Herzlick. And again, he'll be on uh, the show coming up tonight. Uh, you better, you bet. Countdown to the draft show, of course. Nick Costas and uh, our guy Ross Tucker, host of the show, and have all kinds of different insiders like Mark uh, that will join him throughout the night. And, and Mark Herzlick brought to you by the Dell Technology Small Business Podference Podcast Series launching May 1st on radio.com. Take a quick time out. Come back. Other side, Draymond Green is running his mouth again. Will Leroy Butler defend him yet again? We'll find out next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.